Welcome to the So Powerful Podcast. This is your host, Jan Cancilla. You know the sound of my sewing machine means it's time for another episode. So let's get started. Amy Brooks came to our attention at So Powerful because she wrote and submitted a story that was published in the second edition of the We Are So Powerful book. But Amy Brooks is so much more than a story writer. Today, you are going to meet an artist, an author, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, and independent determined woman. Amy is also a very strong Christian. A part of Amy's identity is that she is differently abled, differently abled than you and I, but the key word is abled, and boy, is Amy abled. I want you to meet Amy Brooks. Hi, Amy. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, we are so excited. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. Oh. Um, why don't we start off? I know many people know your, your birth story, but why don't you just give our listeners um, just a, a little background about yourself? So I was born um, without arms or legs in the medical world. It is called congenital tetrafocomelia. Say that three times fast. Yeah, easy for you to say. <laughs> right? I've had a little bit of practice. Uh, I bet. <laughs> um, so yeah, it just kind of means that I was born with four seal limbs and that's kind of exactly what they look like, I think. And um, I was abandoned at the hospital by my birth family and then adopted by a loving Christian family who would love me as their own. And did you have siblings growing up? I did. So I have two older brothers and two older sisters. And believe it or not, I was actually closer in age to my nieces and nephews. So, yeah, so I kind of grew up more with them. And I was also close to my brothers and sisters, but they more looked out for me and, you know, as their yeah. little sister. <laughs> yeah, the, the baby of the family. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have a baby of the family. And uh yeah, we looked out for her too, and she's grown up to be a fierce woman. So Ooh. you have to watch out for those young ones. So <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about you mentioned your family was a, a Christian family. Tell us about your faith growing up and what that's meant to you. Yeah, so like I said, my my family is a strong Christian family, and um, they leaned on God to um, raise me. You know, they they were unaware of <laughs> what to do when I came along. My mom just kind of knew that I was supposed to be theirs, but had no idea what to do with me, you know? <laughs> and so they really relied on God to, um, to know how to raise me and, and to do the best that they could with me. And um, by doing that, they didn't treat me any differently than my brothers and sisters, you know? Um, they instilled in me the um, want and drive and the importance of being independent. And so whatever my brothers and sisters were doing, and my nieces and nephews, I did as well. And um, yeah, so I've always had that in me to want to be independent. <laughs> and um, that was because of my parents. Well, that's, that's fantastic. And so I'm a, a Facebook friend, and you recently shared some extremely exciting news. T tell our listeners what happened. So I got engaged about two weeks ago, super excited to my best friend. So um, yeah, 
Uh, God was in the beginning of, was, was in this from the very beginning. And um, I'm just so excited. <laughs> okay. So, okay. We have to ask all, for all the details now. So <laughs> did he get down on one knee? He did, you know, and he actually prayed over us first before he asked and, and just prayed that um, God would hold him accountable and that he was very committed to us. And, um, and then he knelt down and asked me at a little park nearby oh, on a bridge over a little creek. So oh my gosh, that sounds so romantic. And were you surprised or did you know this was coming? I kind of knew it was coming. Um, yeah, he, he doesn't live in the area, so I don't get to see him in person as often as I'd like. And so, um, he had a trip planned up here to see me and we kind of, I kind of knew that it was going to happen, but I didn't know how or anything like that. So. Yeah. And and so have you been making wedding plans? Yes, extreme extremely because it's happening this September. So Oh my gosh. Oh, very soon. Oh, how yes, wonderful. Very soon. So yeah, I'm definitely in wedding planning mode. Well, that's great. And where do you live, Amy? I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. And yeah. after the wedding, where will you stay in the Pittsburgh area? No. I'm leaving oh. the area. So yeah. Oh my gosh. And so <laughs> you've, you've been living with your parents, of course, since birth. And yes. now this is going to be different, isn't it? A complete change, a complete change. Yeah. And it was really hard um, to make that decision, but um, I think the right decision and um, my family took it extremely hard that I won't be here anymore. But um, I think over, over time, they've, kind of come to realize what I have and that God was in this from the beginning and had this planned. And um, they love my fiance very much. And um, they see how good he is with me and how well he protects me and takes care of me. So I think they're just really excited for me as well. Well, and I can imagine maybe in your situation, parents might be a little bit more protective, but but, yeah, but you know, (laughs) they're usually like that when their daughters get married anyway. Yes. (laughs) So you, you just got engaged, but how did COVID and the lockdown and all of that, how did that affect you over the last year? Oh, it was really hard, actually. Um, and my parents are in their 80s. Mm. So um, it was really hard on us as a family, you know, <clears throat> um, making sure that they were safe. And um, I had a lot of health issues and personal things going on, as well as the rest of my, you know, other family members were going through a lot of things um, besides COVID. And so it was just really a a tough year all around. And so that kind of makes this engagement even more special because I know where I was a year ago and how hard things were and how dark they felt, you know, and, um, you know, God has just been showing me that he's in every little detail. So that's wonderful. Um, I think we would be remiss if we don't mention your fiance's name. We've got to give him a shout out. What, yeah. what is his name? His name's Michael. <laughs> Michael. Hello, Michael. <laughs> you better be good to our girl, Amy. <laughs> he is super good to me. Um, Amy, a lot of people know you because they, they watch your YouTube channel. Um, tell us about some of, some of the videos that are on your YouTube channel. You have a, a specific little series too, right? Yeah. So my series is called, how does she do it? And, you know, people are always asking, well, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And, um, a friend of mine suggested that I start making YouTube videos about it. And to be honest, at first I, I was really totally against it because I hate being on camera and, um, 
you know, just being in front of crowds, which is ironic because I am a motivational speaker. (laughs) But, (laughs) um, you know, after praying about it and everything, um, I decided to give it a try. And I figured, well, I'll be the one editing it anyway, so I can, you know, make it however I want to, you know. And um, yeah, so I just started thinking of things that people always ask me how I do. And um, I show them how I'm able to do those things in short little videos. Well, and because we are so powerful that you have a two-part video uh, segment where you show how you used your sewing machine. Yes. When I saw you threading that sewing machine, (laughs) oh my gosh. I mean, I have trouble threading my sewing machine with with 10 fingers and two arms, but (laughs) could you describe how you thread your sewing machine? like each step or just generically how well I, I mean I what know. what body parts do you yeah. use I use my mouth mostly I use my mouth for mostly everything and I do have like I said um little little um extensions of arms and so I use those for for things too everything is all upper body <laughs> I was so impressed I mean it looked like you were using your forehead your yeah. and you use your tongue a lot too yes I yeah. do. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I saw that you had a baby lock machine. Is baby lock aware of what you're doing? I believe so. I think they may have um, showed my video on their um, Facebook page a few years back. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you have your YouTube channel. Um, you've been on TV a few times. Tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, a few local news stations, uh, a, a local Christian station called Cornerstone. I've been on 100 Huntley Street in um, Canada and um, also a show called Born Different, where they just uh, showcase the di- you know differences, uh, how people are born different and how they've overcome mm-hmm. things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you've written a book about your life experience. Well, you've written two books about your life experiences. Is that right? Two, two books. Yep. Two. And yes. So tell us about the books. Tell us where we can get them. Tell us everything about it. Yeah. So they're both my um, autobiography. Um, the first one is called Unseen Arms. And the second one is Unseen Arms Reaching Out. And the first one is about my life from birth up until about uh, the time I graduate from high school. And then um, the second one is, you know, after high school and, and beyond and shares a little bit about my uh, motivational speaking and things like that. Um, and my adult and more of my adult life. So the, the books are available on um, my website, amybrooks.org, where I will personally sign them for you. They're also available on Amazon, um, but I, I do better when you order them directly from me. And um, also, like I said, you get them signed for me. So oh, that, would, that would be fantastic. Okay. And um, now you have some hobbies. Um, you consider yourself a, a, an artist. So mm-hmm. um, tell us a little bit about your artistic hobbies. Well, I've loved to be artistic ever since I can remember. I used to start out with, you know, lots of crafty things. And I remember making those um painting those plaster of Paris houses that you see at Christmas time and ornaments and things like that. And that grew into, you know, drawing a little bit here and there and um, an art, an art called paper tool. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of paper tool um, where they, you take uh, multiple copies of one photo and you 
cut out all of the little intricate pieces of that photo using an exacto knife, which I would hold in my mouth. And then you layer all those little tiny pieces on top of one base layer with silicone in between all of the layers. And it creates this um, multi-layered uh, effect. Um, and yes, so sewing is my latest um, passion. I'd had no idea that I had the skill to be honest, <laughs> but I, I love it. And I've been doing it probably for about four, four years maybe now. Yeah. Well, one of the things that you sewed and I alluded to it earlier was you made a purse for So Powerful. You downloaded the free purse pattern from the sopowerful.org website and followed the directions. And um, then you submitted a story about that experience and it was published in the second edition of the We Are So Powerful book. And the what was the name of your, um, do you remember the name of your story? I don't actually. Um, it was um, a so powerful purse made in a most unconventional way. Okay. So yeah, so um, that that sort of sums up uh, your life story. I it think is yeah, pretty pretty unconventional. <laughs> so you made the so powerful purse, but you've gone on and made other custom handbags, right? I have. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, so like I said, when I when I started off. Um, sewing, uh, the reason I started sewing was because um, purses are hard for me to find that I can use um, for myself with, you know, zippers and snaps and things like that. I really just wanted a small purse that I could carry my cell phone in and be able to get in and out quickly. And they don't make things like that with the, the right size straps and, you know, all of that. And so I decided that I wanted to make my own and it just kind of grew from there. <laughs> and um I was sewing all kinds of things at the time, um, quil a quilt and everything. And I just fell in love with purse making. And so um, I've been, I've been making all different kinds of, of purses and bags and commissions for, for people who have been interested in them. And I, I've been so busy with commissions that I've, that I've, um, I've had orders for the last two years. So. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic! Yeah. So, so these are made to order, and mm -hmm. um, each each bag takes a couple of weeks for you to complete. Is that right? At least it depends on on the bag. Um, some of the smaller bags I can do in a few days, mm -hmm. but yeah. So obviously things take me a lot longer <laughs> to do, and I do you know ninety nine percent of it myself. My mom may help me birth the bag at the end or, you know, fold something in for me, but I do all of it myself. Wow. That is, that is amazing. And you put a little logo um, that you sew into each bag. Tell us about your logo. Yeah. So I um, named it stitched with a kiss. I thought that was pretty clever because I use my mouth to, uh, to make everything. So a cute little play on words, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's great. Now, a while back, there was a GoFundMe fund. Um, mm -hmm. And the purpose, tell us about that and what the purpose was and what the result happened. Yeah, so the purpose of the GoFundMe was for me to get um, a new van, um, one that hopefully I would be able to drive myself. And um, obviously, those those modifications cost quite a bit of money. And a van that is handicap modified in the first place is very expensive. And like I said, my parents are in their eighties and um, on a fixed income and it's not something that we could really afford. So an organization called Caring Hearts 
um, head up that GoFundMe for for me and my family. And um, we raised enough money to to get a van, albeit it wasn't modified for me to be able to drive, but it, it was definitely a blessing for us because our other van had um, been extremely old and had a, a ramp in it that was 25 years old that had followed me for much of my life. And and um, they don't even make them like that anymore. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, it's been a blessing and it's um, been ex- extremely easy for me to get in and for my parents to strap me down and things like that. So yeah, it's been a, a huge blessing. Oh, that's fantastic. And Amy, what, what goals or what are you looking forward to that's coming up in, in your life? I presume your marriage is one of those, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah. What, well, what are you looking forward to? I think um, keeping my own house or my mm-hmm. own place is, is going to be a big deal. I'm, I'm almost 40. Um, and so uh, I've, I've lived in the same house with my parents for my whole life. Oh. And um, yeah, we live in a little community. So I have been, you know, in two different bedrooms of this house for my whole life. And now I'm about to not only step out of this house, but outside of the state, (laughs) you know, away from my, my whole family who has been my rock, you know, this whole time. And so my whole life is about to change and I'm looking to forward to the adventures that I'll have with my, with Michael and um, all of the things that God has in store for us as, as a couple in this new chapter of our life. That's wonderful. Well, you know, this podcast is going to drop on the same day as the opening of the So Powerful Spring Summit. Um, And the name of the summit this year is Gifts and Calling. And so the speakers that we have at the summit have been asked to um, answer 10 different questions as part of their presentation. And so I'm going to um, just ask you to answer five. So <laughs> I'm not going to give you the, the whole list. So, um, so one of the questions that, that the speakers are going to be answering is, what do you think the key is to finding your purpose in Christ? This is a hard one. Sure. <laughs> I, think, I think, to be honest, um, every Christian's purpose if you love the Lord is to share his love with others, no matter um, what else you do. But I think that he places in each of us um, a a desire and abilities and talents and um, whatever those are, if we use them to glorify him is our gift back to him. And um, he's definitely gifted me artistically. And um, I hope, that I'm giving that back to him with my life and the things that I, that I do um, with my art and my um, artistic abilities. Well, for a hard, for a hard question, you sure gave a great answer. Thank <laughs> you for that. Um, the next question is how do you balance your dreams with that of your everyday responsibilities? And you mentioned earlier that things take longer for you and, you know, you're, you're not asking your mom to get, get the ironing board and set it up because I want to sew. You're doing all those things on your own, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, how do you balance your dreams and your goals with your everyday responsibilities? So as far as, you know, just um, 
everyday responsibilities as far as making sure the place is clean and, you know, I'm doing my every everyday little things. Yeah, it's really hard, to be honest, because I only have a limited amount of energy <laughs> in a day. And so there are definitely times when my mom will be like, Amy, just let me help you. Let me let me set up something for you so that you can use that energy otherwise, you know, for the things that, that matter. And um, so there are times when I will let her help me. And it's other times um, I let other responsibilities go for the day. And mm-hmm. It's just, it is a balancing act, like you said, and it's, and it's a tough one. And some days things don't get cleaned up and other days they do. And the purses go by the wayside, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it does take me longer to do things. Uh, thankfully, the, the people who I make purses for um, give me grace <laughs> and, and wait, for, wait for me to do those things. And um yeah, I'm not really sure how else to answer that. It, it is definitely a balancing act. <laughs> Absolutely. What encouragement would you provide to someone who's struggling right now? Um, they're trying to, to find what their calling is. How, how would you encourage them? Yeah, like I, like I said before, I think that God gives us certain talents and abilities and, and desires for a reason, you know, and um when we, when we know what those are, I mean, even if you don't know what they are, ask somebody what they think you're good at. What, what, what do they feel that you're, that you're good at? And uh, I think that's where your calling is. Maybe you're just someone who encourages well, you know, and maybe you're someone who serves well. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's what, what he's made us to do is what our, is what our purpose and our calling is. All right. And do you have certain scriptures or Bible verses that are particularly meaningful to you, Amy? Yeah. So I love Psalms 139, 14. It says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And um, that's been my life verse (laughs) because uh, God doesn't make mistakes. He knew exactly who I would be. He knew exactly who you would be. He doesn't make mistakes. And, um, you know, I've always believed that about myself, to be honest, since meeting Michael, uh, I didn't realize how much I still struggled with that. (laughs) Um, him, him loving me and wanting me actually made me see how much I, I do still struggle with feeling like, um, I'm worthy of that love. (laughs) And, um, so he's helping me to grow in that way. (laughs) And, um, But yeah, like I said, he doesn't make mistakes and um, he's using my life to bless others by being the way that I am and just living my life before people, you know, and um, I wouldn't change that. (laughs) Well, and you're you're blessing us just by by your words of encouragement today. So that's wonderful. Okay, here's here's the final essay question for you. What inner struggles have you had to overcome to fully step into your life as you're living it now? And, you know, I started not to ask this question of you because your outer struggles are the ones that are obvious to us. 
but but I'm sure like everyone else, you have inner struggles and you sort of alluded to that maybe a little bit earlier, but, but mm-hmm. talk, talk to us about inner struggles. Yeah. So, I mean, you said you see my outer struggles to me, honestly, they're not struggles. I was born like, I was born like this. So I don't know any different. Mm-hmm. Those, uh, those I see who have come home from battle, who have lost their limbs and they've had them once before. Those are the true heroes because they had something and they lost something that they had and they have to relearn and and start a new life completely different. I was born like this, so I don't know any different. And yes, I do things differently and they may be hard, but it's all I know. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and like I said, I would say that my struggles are more mentally and, and, um, inwardly. And like I just said, um, I didn't realize how much I struggle with the fact that I'm, I'm worthy. And um, even though I tell everybody else that they are, (laughs) you know, and I've been hurt like any other person by people in my life and, um, or health struggles, you know, things like that. Those are times when I have been at my lowest and I've really had to say, do I really trust you, God, or, or don't I, you know, because, People think that I trust him so much because of my physical disabilities, but the real trust comes in when I don't know what the answer or the outcome is going to be with my health or with a relationship, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) So Amy, if our listeners want to go to your website and see the purses or, or, and the other thing we didn't talk about is your speaking engagements. Tell, tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I haven't done any for a while. This is actually the first time I've, I've spoken in quite a while or had any kind of interview or anything like that since the pandemic, since before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I have been all over the place. Like I said, Canada, I've been to North Carolina and, you know, the tri-state area around me all over Pennsylvania. And um, I'm hoping to continue that. That's something that Michael and I are both looking forward to in our um, journey together and to being able to travel and, and share my story and um, how much God loves them and doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell what what is your website? My website is amybrooks.org. Okay. And that's where we can find the purses, the speaking yeah. engagement, the books, mm-hmm. and it, anything else there? You have a blog uh, on there? Not, not a blog, but I do share a, um, some of the, the places that I've been on video. Um, okay. Some of the inter- other interviews that I've done are there and you can find my YouTube channel from there as well. Okay. All right. Very good. And Amy, um, this has just been such an honor to talk with you and you're so easy to talk with. It um, feels like I've known you forever. I mean, well, this is just yeah. like, I forgot that, that we're recording this. It just <laughs> feels like two people who maybe know each other. So um, any last words that you'd like to, uh, to give a shout out to the so powerful listeners who are thinking about making purses to help the girls in Zambia? Oh, absolutely do it. I, I love to be able to give back, but it, it's so hard for me to give back. Uh, I can't be there physically for people in a lot of ways. And this was an opportunity that I had, that I, something that I was actually able to do to give back. And I think the girls deserve that dignity and, um, and 
to be given the opportunity to make make something of themselves and and to find their purpose in life as well. And um, I was just glad to be a small part of it. And I wish that I had more time to make more purses because I absolutely would. I loved doing it. So I think uh, you should definitely do it. It's it's very rewarding. Well, thank you very much for your time today. It's been an honor to meet you and talk with you. And um, please check out amybrooks.org and uh, check that out. And if you're going to buy the book, buy it from her website and, and help Amy out right there. So, all right. Well, hopefully we'll talk again soon. And thank you again for your time. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. If what you've heard today inspires you to want to make a difference, I urge you to explore the So Powerful website at www.sopowerful.org. That's S-E-W-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L dot O-R-G. The website has great information about the organization. It's where you can download the free purse patterns or even make a donation. We hope you will join us again next week when we bring you another So Powerful story. Thanks for listening. Now, go out and have a So Powerful day.